You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your host, Jacob Faisig. Hey, for all you Barbell Voodoo Podcast listeners, we have a special offer for you guys. If you go over to Instagram and start following Barbell Voodoo Podcast, I'll send you a code that you can get 20% off your next order at barbell-voodoo.com. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works, locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They want to make it easy for you to reach your nutritional goals and to stay on track. They offer heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed beef and all-natural hormone and free-range chicken and pork. Pick up locations all over Middle Tennessee as well as some delivery options for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make the nutrition the easiest part of your day. This podcast is also brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Swing by NutriShop Franklin for free in-body scans, free samples, and unrivaled customer service. And when you do, tell them you heard about it from Jacob from the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. But hey, no worries. If you don't live in Franklin, you can check them out in Murfreesboro or Knoxville. Today's podcast is also brought to you by the Hot Room Yoga Studio, located in Cool Springs on Seaborn Lane. So you're strong, but how well do you move? Yoga at the Hot Room will help you recover quicker from those tough workouts and increase your range of motion so you can do better in the gym, bringing you pain relief and stress relief. You don't have to be gummy to get started. The knowledgeable instructors provide clear and concise instruction for beginners and are committed to helping you get the most out of each yoga class. Visit the website, thehotroomtn.com, and claim your three classes for $20 intro special. Don't let aches and pains slow you down. Get started today. Also, this podcast is brought to you by Strength Outside the Box. Strength Outside the Box is a podcast hosted by Amy Hester and Lauren Coral, based out of Huntsville, Alabama. It is all about two girls getting to the heart of how a community of CrossFit athletes is changing each other's lives one wad at a time, while digging deep to understand how the lessons learned within the gym can provide strength for obstacles outside the box. Grab a cup of coffee and get ready to make two new gym besties as they chat with members of their own gym, neighboring gyms, and beyond. With each interview comes more laughter and a true sense of community, family, and what it means to have strength outside the box. Find them now wherever you listen to podcasts and on Instagram at Strength Outside the Box. The ladies are currently accepting suggestions for new boxes to visit and feature on their show. If you would like to nominate your awesome gym, email them at strengthoutsidethebox at gmail.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Float Alchemy. Float Alchemy has modern, natural, and effective tools for fast recovery, more flexibility, and focus. We offer flotation therapy, cryotherapy, Normatech recovery, infrared saunas, and more in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. For Barbell Voodoo listeners, we're offering a one-time special price on our CrossFit recovery pack. Normally, that's $162. You get one 60-minute float, one whole-body cryo session, a 40-minute sweat in our infrared sauna, and 30 minutes of Normatech leg recovery system for only $100. Go to floatalchemy.com slash barbellvoodoo to purchase your CrossFit recovery pack and use the code VOODOO at checkout to get $62 off the regular price. They also have Kabucha Taproom. Try their painkiller. The kombucha is packed with anti-inflammatories including fermented ginger, turmeric, and willow bark as well as hemp CBD. It is the perfect recovery drink to hydrate and heal from the inside. And today's podcast is brought to you by Fight for Air Climb. Join us for the 6th Annual Fight for Air Climb, hosted by the American Lung Association on November 3rd, 2018. This vertical stair climb race will be held at the 505 in downtown Nashville and challenges participants to climb 45 stories. That's 862 steps to the top of the 505, which is the tallest residential building in the state of Tennessee. Registration is only $35, and there's a fundraising fee of $100 by Climb Day. Danny D Fitness is our official fitness sponsor and will kick off the climb around 9 a.m. Sign up now before we fill up at www.climbnashville.org. 
100% of the proceeds will go back into programs, research, and advocacy to help improve lung health and save lives. Want to participate in a more intense workout? There are only 12 spots left to participate in the pre-climb race called the Vertical Mile. This happens at 6.30 a.m. on November 3rd. To qualify to participate in this, please email abby.williams at lung.org. That's A-B-B-Y dot W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S at L-U-N-G dot org. And today's podcast is brought to you by Danny D Fitness, owned and operated by Danny Dyer, based out of Franklin, Tennessee. She focuses on positive body image, effective workouts, and loving your journey to the healthier lifestyle. Come see Danny for one-on-one training, tandem or kids training, female small group training, group classes, pop-up events, and so much more. Visit dannydfitness.com. Or find her on Instagram, Facebook at Danny D Fitness One. That's Danny D Fitness and the number one for more info. Hey, this is Rich Froning. You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. All right, back in action here at Barbell Voodoo World Headquarters, International World Headquarters. International. Picking up the conversation where we left off. Uh, leading into the strong fit and what that's all about. All right. So what? Strap in. Get ready. Yeah. So 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 strong fit. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, you tell me what you think. All right. Here's my gleaning. Okay. With overall, mm-hmm. it's a um, more efficient and effective. Um, training that helps you establish better torque and uh, structural strength within your body. Um, that that's what I have so far. Okay. So am I am I anywhere close to something? Uh, that was just off ever, the cusp. I haven't <laughs> thought about it at yeah. all. Have you ever seen anybody like when they throw they throw a frisbee at the ground and it hits the ground but it keeps going? Yeah. That's what you just did with strong fit. Like you kind of touched it and then took off. Yeah, that's what I was kind of looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh actually strong fit's a it's a principal system. So you're saying I made a really sweet trick shot. Yeah, exactly. Great. But then it went into a basketball hoop and the whole deal. Uh no, it's a it's a it's a tra- it's a training principal system, right? A lot of people try to pigeonhole it as a method. It's not a method. Okay. okay. Um uh there are many methods uh of training. But without principles, methods mean nothing. Um, so strong fit is really just a principle system to give you the knowledge so that you can apply it to any method that okay. you want. So um, any method in terms of fitness methods? Yeah, any, me- any fitness method. Sport, what? whatever. Yeah, any method okay. you want. Uh, understanding the principle systems of how the body works using the nervous system and uh, correcting Im- imbalances and deficiencies in your body mm-hmm. uh, will give you the ability to to use any method out there. And, but without understanding the principles, you'll you can the methods mean nothing. Yeah. So you have your core um, principles uh-huh. of, of strong fit, and and the rest of it of how it's lived out seems to be consistently not moving but learning and adapting and absorbing and kind of kind of it seems like you know you're kind of meshing with other things which i guess is the 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 method of when strong fit whatever method it it increases but it seems like you guys continually are learning and educating and um expanding your knowledge yeah and going well well, of course this fit. I mean, this fits here because this and this, you know. Yeah, strong fits always evolving. Yeah. It's 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 a continual uh, evolution of of knowledge in uh certain areas that we're uh understanding really control the body uh like the nervous system. Mm-hmm. Um the nervous system controls everything. And the nervous system even even controls the way you look at things. So let's take uh, you have two different people, right? One person g- grew up on the beach. The other person uh, didn't grow up on the beach and um, has never been to to the ocean, 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that person may have an irrational fear of sharks. So you show, you take them to the beach, blindfolded. Like you you're o- describing the majority yeah, of maybe, citizens. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> so you, 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 take them, you take them to the beach, blindfolded, you take off their blindfolds, and then you ask them, how do they feel? And one person, depending on the state that they're in, could feel like, uh, no, no, they're super anxious. They're, they're, they're like, no, there's no way I'm getting into the water. Don't even get me close. Mm. Right. And the other person's like, yeah, dude, aw- the ocean's awesome. That's the, it's mother nature's, uh, rhythm. And you know, the mm-hmm. whole, they love the ocean, but it's the, the ocean doesn't change. The ocean is the same thing. Yeah. It's how you react to it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of many things that, uh, how we use the nervous system to better performance, mm-hmm. to, to, to better our, uh, psychological outlook on what we're trying to do, whether it's in the gym or outside of the gym. Yeah. Um, using different aspects of, of, uh, Leonardo da Vinci mm-hmm. to, to understand the gold, like the golden ratio to understand, you know, how the body really works and yeah. the, the, the advanced, uh, theories, uh, of movement behind that. You know, if you look at, uh, Leonardo da Vinci's, uh, Vitruvian, uh, man, there's, there's measurements. Um, and I can't remember them all, so I'm not going to quote them all, but you know, there, you know, the distance of your, like your wrist to your elbow measures the exact distance. Like, you know, your hands out, mm-hmm. your, 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 um, your wingspan basically is the same height you are. And mm-hmm. all, all that comes from, from Leonardo da Vinci and the, and the golden ratio and, um, and understanding how your body's meant to move. It's built the way it is because it's meant to move this way. Right. So things like that. And, and, and you're, and the principal systems that allow us to apply it to whatever we want mm-hmm. so that we can better accommodate uh, CrossFit or, or powerlifting or strongman or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we can, we can make you stronger. Yeah. The, by the doing neat that. thing about your ability to identify structural imbalances mm-hmm. um, is, is incredible to me and so fascinating that you go, oh, okay, yeah, here, here, here. And, and the moment you, you point them out, and some of them uh, I, I could see ahead of time, but like mm-hmm. today, you know, in, in our time together, there was a couple of guys who you had up and, and a girl that uh, you would say, you know, look at this, look at this, look at this, do you see anything else? And and, and it was incredible um, to, to see those things um, and be aware of them and go, oh, well, yeah, that's an incredible imbalance. Yeah. Or that's a credible uh, deficit of, mm-hmm. of, of structural, um, you know, almost abnormality, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes down to it. And and could you imagine, you know, because a few of those guys are, are, I mean, I would say they're really great athletes, you know. Like, uh, sure. I've seen them in competition. I've seen them, you know, do stuff. And, and they're they're the type that also are seeking to be better and seeking, you know, mm-hmm. more knowledge in, the, in, in, the, in what they do and, and how they teach and coach. And um, it was really neat. To, to just watch that in action. And and it's like second hand for you. Um, yeah. But I'm still like the kid, like looking into the department store window going, <laughs> wow, yeah. look at what in the world? Really? It has a compass in the stock? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like the new Rambo knife. Yeah. So uh, it's... Um, <clears throat> It takes it takes a lot of of hours uh, of seeing things and and um, having that true coach's eye, and I I tell my coaches all the time you have to be able to do that in a snapshot. Mm. Um, you have somebody do a very dynamic, very quick movement like a snatch, that up and down, and then what was wrong with it? And in my head, I break it down into frames like a, in a movie. Yeah, I see it in slow motion. And while I see it in slow motion, things light up to me, mm-hmm. uh, much like the picture I gave you guys with the red and yellow. Mm-hmm. And and they light up as deficiencies or discrepancies in technique or movement pattern. And I, I can watch somebody do it. And in a snapshot of what they did, I break it down in my head. So are you watching in terms, 
you're watching technique and movement. At technique, the same time. movement, so finding. You're not sitting there going, okay, first pull, okay, and then going to the second pull. Oh, you had an arm pull, early arm pull. You're not watching things necessarily focusing on that. Like, for instance, CrossFit coaching would mm-hmm. be focusing on. Um, yeah, I am. Because but I mean, not only. Not only. No. Right. And, and so, like, predominantly in CrossFit, we're we're trained to look at technique. We're mm-hmm. looking, at, you know, at that kind of thing. Um, and you're going far beyond that, taking that into consideration, yeah. but but also the the structural movement itself. Yeah, we have to, right? As as coaches, we can't just, at least as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. uh, the way I look at it as coaches, if you're really passionate about coaches, you should be able to constantly be trying to uh, perfect your craft. And um, for me, there's a lot of things that goes in that snapshot. Like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at where the bar is in the frontal plane. I'm looking at the technique. I'm worried about that his knees go back. I'm worried about where his hips are. Is he actually hinging? Is he doing uh, flexion or extension of the spine whenever he pulls? Um, okay, that butt cheek's smaller than the other one, and that's probably because the oblique on that side is weaker and his left hamstring's weaker. That's why he pull he pushes his foot out a little bit, and then on the mm-hmm. pull, he's starting to pull, and that shoulder's been bad. And, you know, he had a football injury back in high school, and that's why that Terry's right. doesn't work. And then whenever he presses overhead, and that bicep's a little bit smaller because of that shoulder, and then, you know, he didn't pull very fast because he came in a little agitated because his wife was pissing him off. He had a hard day at work, and, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's driven anxiety. And we try to warm him up, but he's in a sympathetic and anxiety setup. And we try to warm him up in a parasympathetic um, kind of woo-saw kind of setup, and it didn't work. And now he's yeah. he's over anxious, he's overworked, he's over you know all this bullshit. And you have to do it in a snapshot. Mm-hmm. And then you go, great, tighten your butt cheeks. Well, yeah, and then that. How do you, how do you take all that and just go? Hmm. What are we going to focus on tonight? So you do exactly what you said. You triage it. Yeah. You find the lowest hanging fruit. Because are you going to make that person, right? Are you going to make that person a perfect snatcher at that time? Oh, nope. you have to. Come on. Nope. That's, no. no. I mean, yeah, think. of course. Everybody <laughs> thinks you can. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard so many times coaches be like, all right, I'm going to fix you right now. Okay. Right. No, you are not. Yeah. Okay. You, you work on the lowest hanging fruit, right? Mm-hmm. You try to fix that one thing. Mm-hmm. And usually, whenever it comes to things like a, the snatch or clean and jerk or whatever it is, you know, typical CrossFit or what we think of ty- typical CrossFit movements right. nowadays, um, being those barbell movements, um, in order to fix those, you usually have nothing to do with the barbell. Mm-hmm. You usually have something to do with something very, very simple, really easy to do. It just hurts. Yeah. And that's one of the things why we say burn the questions. Like whenever you're doing that, when you're doing that 200 meter sled push, that's harder than shit. Mm. What is going through your mind right now? Are you are you thinking about what you have to do the next the next couple hours? Are you thinking about what happened that day? Are you thinking about anything other than that next step? That's what we mean by burning the questions. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons why we say burning the questions. You have burnt. You have zero focus other than get the next step. Yeah, go as hard as you can. Get the next step. You've burned everything you are talking about or you're thinking about, all the questions you had. You're just trying to get the next mm-hmm. step. And we miss that at a CrossFit. We don't we, we don't get that in, in CrossFit anymore. And and the great thing about those simple things that fix all those imbalances, they also teach us how to be intense and they also teach us really where our our passion lies and are we do we really want it as much as we think we want it and Mm. and it's kind of a the way i look at it a little bit a test of manhood or womanhood you know that burn the questions that long sled sprints kind of one of those things that will do it really easily yeah to test you and see where you are and um, it also fixes hamstring deficiencies and glute deficiencies and mm-hmm. calf deficiencies, and you know, and it, and it does it in a way that it doesn't kill you the next day. So, yeah, you but naturally at the time it is brutal. Oh no, you can't walk. <laughs> and that's the thing is, I mean, it, I mean, if you're listening to the podcast now and you think you've gone hard, you put ninety pounds on a rogue uh, sled. Mm-hmm. And you go as hard and as fast as you can for 200 meters, and you tell me you've gone that hard. Yeah. And if you still think you have, then let me know. I'll come to wherever you're at, and we'll do it again. Yeah. 
And then you tell me. My best, my favorite was when you got done and you go, okay, now 15 squats. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, you're such a sack. And then you do them and you're like, oh, that feels better. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) and and there's something something to that. I mean, uh, we're we're resetting your nervous system Mm -hmm. and uh, making, uh, which we didn't get to it too much today, but, um, and hopefully, you know, a couple of the gyms will want me to come back and we can talk more about the breathing aspect of it, but. Um, we can really reset your body getting back to that where, you know, lactic, everybody thinks lactic acid stays in your body forever. And it's, it's not true. Um, uh, for an untrained athlete, you're talking about max a minute and a half mm. for a highly trained athlete, you know, a near regionals, regionals, games, athlete, it's like 30 seconds or less. Yeah. And lactic acid is gone. Now the effects of what happened to your body during that lactic acid buildup mm-hmm. are still there. And that's why it burns and all those things. But once you start doing those squats, you start pushing that blood out of the, out of the muscles again. And you start, you know, getting, getting rid of the lactic acids and all the, all the, uh, the, the pH imbalances and all those things that are going through your, your body at that time while breathing. Mm-hmm. And do, it doesn't make it go away, but it makes it way better. You yeah. went from a, a position to where you could, I don't know if I could walk from here to my truck to, oh, no, I can walk. It still hurts, but I can at least move now. Mm-hmm. And and it's at a it's right after a point of like sheer max intensity, sheer max effort. And if you do it right, you should fall across the finish line. And we had a guy do that tonight. Yeah. You should push so hard to where you fall across the finish line. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't, then you could add weight yeah, and you can be more intense. And, 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 and we miss that in CrossFit. Everything's gone to the, like what I call the froning effect. Mm-hmm. And that's one of, uh, the ways strong fit started is, you know, in the, um, uh, in the barbell shrug podcast with Julian, he says the, the, um, the energy system that you are no longer using, but you should be. And it's that, that's that, uh, 30 second, 90 second energy system of just all out extreme, total ridiculous effort. Yeah. Nobody does three minute workouts anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you ask a games athlete, right. If they, if they, if they, there's certain methods that I'm not going to say that, that like the warm up is fucking Fran. Yeah. Like the warm up is Fran. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, the workout is Fran. Mm-hmm. Like go back and look at at CrossFit dot com and all those uh, workouts back in you know pre two thousand nine and up to two thousand eleven and look at the workout. It's it's okay. Today we're going to do Fran. Yeah. Why do we have to do Fran as a fucking warm up now? Yeah. Oh, we're going to do Fran as a warm up. Then we're going to do some barbell warm up, and then we're going to do a workout, and then a cool downs. We're going to do Murph. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, what? No, I have other things in my life to do. Look, in my gym, I, I, I don't do that, and I hate that, and I hate that when I see the other gyms. But look, dude, honestly, you're, you're spending this much time to be good in the gym? Yeah. Like, you're spending all this time to be good in a gym. Mm-hmm. So what? Your life is not in the gym. Mm-hmm. Like even if you're if you, even if you're a CrossFit Games athlete, your life is not in the gym. Your life is outside of the gym. Right. Like you train in the gym to be better at CrossFit. That's great, but your life is outside of the gym. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, it should be. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Right. And that's one of the things I tell our people at the gym is like I'm not I'm not here to train you to be great, the greatest exerciser in the world. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if the greatest exerciser in the world. I care that. Anytime any bring, anybody brings a fitness-driven uh, experience to you, you can say yes. Yeah. As long as you like them and you want to go. Yeah. Like, okay, let's go climb Mount Kilimanjaro, which I had a lady do. Mm-hmm. She came in and she was like, I'm climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. And I was like, yeah, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Three weeks later, she was like, so how, what do I need to do, like, breathing-wise for climbing the mountain? And I was like, holy shit. You're like, you're really going? Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, well, yeah. It's the thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. And meanwhile, she's like a really tall, super lanky lady and i was like oh shit we need to change our perspective i thought i was kidding okay here we go yeah. and she went and climbed to the peak of mount kilimanjaro wow. and she just went again to climb um 
what's the tallest peak in the U.S.? It's in uh, Washington. It's um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, shit, what the hell? Uh, Rainier, mm. uh, Rainier. And she, I mean, she's climbing over glis- uh, ice glissades and all that, yeah, yeah. Um, glaciers um, and whatnot, and all that stuff. That's and crazy. that's that's what we train for, right? Yeah. And that's what strong fits about. <clears throat> yes, I want to fix your imbalances, but Julian will tell you left and right. His best athlete he ever trained was a fifty-year-old guy that could barely move. Mm. Yeah, like he trains the top level athlete. I mean, he was a coach at Invictus. Mm-hmm. He, tra- he he trains Sam Dancer. You know, all all, all these Invictus athletes. Uh, you know, Lauren Fisher and mm-hmm. Big Fish, and you know all these guys. And no, his favorite was a fifty-year-old guy that just wanted to be able to hang out with his kid. Yeah. And and that's what really strong fits about. Yeah, we can use it to help uh, athletes mm-hmm. and fix those imbalances and weaknesses. But our job is to is to plug the holes that CrossFit has. Yeah. CrossFit's not perfect. You work in one plane of movement for the most part. Mm-hmm. So we're not here to take over. We're just here to help. Mm-hmm. And that's where the principal system comes in. Yeah, if you use that basic principle system you can apply it to any method and make yourself better and fix yourself so how do you find out about the principle system uh well you can get a hold of me <laughs> um if you're in the u.s you can get a hold of me or you can go to strongfit.com you can go to a seminar the strongfit seminar yeah and um if you decide that you like strongfit and you really want to focus on that and really want to try to get deep in it and and try to help us change the world which is what we're doing mm-hmm. um you got your hands full number one yeah uh number two you're dealing with the smartest people in the world at what we're doing mm-hmm. um but there's there's certain avenues you have to go through. You have to go to a seminar. Then you have to go to Coaches Week. Then you have to be part of the mentor group. And then during the mentor group, if you ever decide that you think you're good enough to do and 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 understand the principles enough um, and want to be a certified coach, you have to go through a grueling testing process with Richard. Mm-hmm. And I went through it. And listen, I trained some of the baddest men on the planet. I've worked with some of the baddest men on the planet. I was a Navy diver for 10 years. I've done oral exams. I've done this shit. I've been, you know, uh, and doing all these things. That was one of the most nerve-wracking, nerve-wracking tests I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Because you're, you're taking a test from one of the smartest guys in the world at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, it, there's a lot of people that call themselves movement specialists. They're movement specialist. Yeah. Like the, 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 there is nobody better than them. There's a lot of guys out there that are good, but they're not better than them. Mm-hmm. And so when you take a test from a guy like that, it's fucking nerve wracking. Yeah. And um, it's funny as a, um, there's a, we have pyramids and um, <clears throat> certain ways to, to go about the, the principal system. And there's, you know, there's progressions. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of the pyramids, um, it was the M pyramid and, um, I kind of messed it up and he was like, is that the way it goes? And I was like, oh, oh shit, no, you're right. And I changed it and I was like, wait, no, that's not the way it goes. It goes my way. And he was like, explain yourself. <clears throat> so I started explaining myself and I almost got him to change it. <laughs> yeah. I almost got, he was like, holy shit, wait, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Because of the way I explained it. And, of course, I was wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes you're wrong. That's just yeah. the way life goes. So, you know, just, it's just like you got to fail in order to succeed. Um, uh, but it was to that point to where I knew what I was talking about so much to where I almost changed the guy's mind that developed it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're, you're dealing with some of the smartest people in the world, and you change his mind the way he developed it. Or almost, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty good. good. I mean, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So uh, I'll give you an attaboy. Yeah, I, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 the way. And um, uh, I'm the self-proclaimed uh, U.S. ambassador for StrongFit, trying to get the U.S. involved. This is where it started, mm-hmm. right? Um, Americans are hard-headed, so Julian and Richard and everybody moved over overseas because the uh the interest and the open-mindedness over there is a lot uh, a lot more prevalent yeah 
um, it's almost like in the in the US, people are like looking at you like, "What's your angle?" Mm-hmm. Like you say, you, you say you want to help, but what's what's really your angle? Like, mm-hmm. There is no angle. Like we we really want to help. Yeah, but this shit's not free. Mm-hmm. Like knowledge isn't free. Like I did a free, I, I did I did a little free workshop today, but the amount that I covered today was nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. Like I covered. I can't even it one percent mm-hmm. maybe like it's it's nothing and it took what five hours well yeah and and I would say you may have even covered more like from our time being together like coming down to your box yeah even you know yeah um which is incredible I mean and we're just scratching scratching the surface here mm-hmm. and I mean it goes far strong fit goes far it goes into psychology it goes into I mean, we're doing assessments now where this is probably really loud in the microphone. Me yeah. chewing. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's a cherry. I'm drinking an old fashioned. I'm feeling good. Um, so, all the way down to where when we started doing uh, assessments, we do uh, assessments on people and we figure out your imbalances and then give you ways to fix it. And obviously, it costs money and all that. And um, we do it to a, 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 in a way that's way more advanced than like a PT assessment. and neurological exam and things like that and um now it's we're getting it down to a science to where childhood trauma mm. we're understanding that childhood trauma actually has a an effect on how you do things and how you move we know that sure. trauma is 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 kept in fascia within your body mm-hmm. especially from accidents and things like that and uh it doesn't go away until you deal with it huh. and um we're able to fix issues by talking to people and just asking questions. Like you were saying, a lot of times you you ask questions and end up getting into uh, uh, a place where they start putting you know dots together to yeah, figure yeah. out why they're doing things and really hitting home and being Barbara Walters. And you almost did that to me. <laughs> you almost did that to me. It was close. <laughs> um, but... Uh, trying to make me cry, but um, we're getting to a point to where you know we've had assessments where people are like, "Excuse me, I need a minute," and they go and they they cry in the corner, mm-hmm. and we're just talking. We're not trying to make you cry. We're just asking questions. Yeah. And once they come back, their their shoulders relax, mm-hmm. and then we're allowed to, and then it makes it a lot easier to find their lats and their teres and their pec. And you're like, whoa. Holy crap. Yeah. I just talked to you about your childhood and you something came up and you went over there and you came back and now mm-hmm. like now we can really dig deeper into what's going on. Yeah. Right? So it it goes so far beyond just understanding how to uh how to move correctly and and get people to move correctly. Uh, uh, getting people to understand how to hinge, mm-hmm. which seems like the most basic thing, but people do it wrong all over the place all the time mm-hmm. um so that's 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 really uh, that's really what it's about and, and that's where i think if you want to learn more about strong fit that's where you go yeah well and that's not shocking to me that that trauma would remain in the body it it's interesting to me that you're seeing it present itself structurally in the body like mm-hmm. that that's incredible to me um that you have a i don't know i'm just gonna make something up but like you know you have a, a tendon in your calf that just is is mm-hmm. rock hard that has always been a problem that mm-hmm. you don't know what that's from and and all of a sudden you realize well it was because i don't know you're teaching your kid to drive and they almost had a wreck and you tried to hit the brake from your side and yeah. you shoved your foot through the body of the floorboard of the car or yeah. something and 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 that triggered something, but um, you know, like in my day to day life, we're we're always dealing with trauma. We're mm-hmm. always dealing with things, yep. and, and the way people react. Um, when you push people, one of the neat things about working out or exercise in general, and pushing people to like the you were talking about the two hundred meter sled push, mm-hmm. you know, pushing people to that point where they're reacting you get to see the reality of who and what they are inside. Yeah, uh, 100%. You know, and, and that's it's it's neat to connect all of that together 
in terms of even how the body absorbs it physically and, and keeps it there as well. Yeah. That's 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 a really neat thing. Yeah, I mean, I have the, a great example of myself. Whenever I destroyed my calf mm-hmm. um, I, uh, in the water and then uh, playing football, I tore the, my right foot, the same calf foot, plantar fascia muscle on the on the bottom of my heel mm-hmm. because my low calf was so tight from trying to take over that inside head of my calf yeah. which isn't there anymore mm-hmm. and <clears throat> caused me to, to to tear that and it, that was six years before that seven years before that when that mm-hmm. happened and it just held on to it yeah. it just held on to it and i never dealt with it but we're finding it you know it's presenting itself in and from psychological trauma, it's presenting like what I was telling you guys today that, you know, coming in with the wrong state of mind, coming in, you know, pissed off in an anxiety state because somebody said something to you or you and your wife had a, had a fight or you and your husband had a fight or just having a really hard diet day mm-hmm. at work. Um, and then you coming into workout and having the wrong warm up. Yeah. It doesn't allow you to get to a place where you should be in order to train the way we're trying to get you to train. Mm-hmm. So we have a way of doing that. And what, do you, what would you do? Um, say someone comes in, <clears throat> you know, fine day, everything's fine. You know, whatever that, that would be, you know, just normal MO. Mm-hmm. And they don't hit the numbers that they want to hit okay. on the strength component. Sure. Which sends them into a tailspin of mm-hmm. frustration. Sure. They've all of a sudden went to one, gone, gone to one side, yeah. and, and and the next workout um, is, is something that they they're going to have a hard time transitioning to yeah. because of the state of mind they're in. Mm-hmm. Are there? What do you try to do to move them from that state to the next state? Just in the middle of the workout, even. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't have time at the end of the. You know, it's not like at the end of things where. You know, if, if you've increased the intensity to such that they need to come down from that in order to leave to re-enter society, yeah. you know, and, and not run somebody off the road or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or get stabbed by their wife, whatever uh, example yeah. you had earlier. Today. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, are, are there are there things that you think about in terms of that quick of a context uh, of turning things over where it's like put up the barbells, we're doing something else, you're starting to make content. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think. Uh I think you have you have to have an idea and, and, and a basic structure of what you're going to do for the day. But when you start to see things change, you have to be able to think on the fly. You have to be able to change on the fly based off the state that the person's in. Mm-hmm. So uh, what we found is that we understand that if you don't use up the energy in the correct state, that it will carry over. And so what we have to do is make sure we use up that energy in that state. So, for example, if um, uh, let's say somebody comes in. Right, and they're in that high anxiety state, and they're mm-hmm. in that they're they're in that spot where they're just like, you know, they're pissed off or whatever. <clears throat> they can't properly warm up because their body's not going to relax. So we give them something to use up that energy. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, we're just going to do a couple of uh, you know front rack little stretches, and then I want you to go do like a four minute imam um, of two reps of just power clean. At, you know, decent decent weight, 95, 115 pounds if it's like a normal person. Yeah. Right? And go use up that energy. Go use up that anxiety. Go use up that frustration. Yeah. Go go grunt and, 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 and do whatever you need to do to use up that mm-hmm. so that it, it brings you back to that, oh, okay, that I feel a little bit better. And it brings you back into that calm state so that now you can be relaxed when we're trying to do the warm-up so that we can train in the proper state. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to work. <clears throat> so if you're in the middle of a workout, you do the same thing. If they're just having a frustrated day, you have a talk with them. That's when you that's when you become a coach. That's mm-hmm. understanding that coaching is not having somebody lift the right way or train the right way or just solely movement. Coaching is ninety percent dealing with people. Yeah. On a psychological, on a personal, on a human level, mm-hmm. and. And being able to just break it down for them and, and, and take them through wherever they need to take through and say, you know what? I just want you to come over here and just breathe a little bit. Yeah. Why are you so upset? Why are you so frustrated? Like, okay, you're not hitting the numbers you want. I understand that. But what if you did hit the numbers you want? Would that change anything? 
You know, it's the same thing with people's why when they come in and they're like, I want to lose 20 pounds. And then you're like, okay, then what? Yeah. What next? That's not, that's not your why. Like, <laughs> you, so you're telling me losing 20 pounds and your life is perfect now. When you, when you went into that today, did you, did you hear me murmur to people next to me? No. Well, what did you say? And I said, I'm not doing shit once I get 40. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, <clears throat> the reality of that is that's bullshit. I mean, you will. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, and that's, and that's the same thing with those people is, you know, okay, you're going to lose 20 pounds and then what? It's going to be another 10 pounds. Yeah. Like losing 20 pounds is going to make your life perfect. No. Will it make you feel better? Maybe. Well, let's, let's find out why. Right? Maybe it's not in the right direction. Exactly. Maybe it's not the twenty pounds. Yes. Will it help? Okay. Let's lose twenty pounds because it's healthy. Yeah. But not because that's your goal. Just give you a longer chance to deal with what's really going on. Yes. <laughs> so, and the same thing. If so, if they're frustrated, you can sit them down, or you can talk yeah. to them, or have them breathe, or whatever, to bring to use up that energy, or to find out why. Because usually, it's not just that that's frustrating them. It's something previous. Yeah. They may have come in and they said. And you ask them, hey, how you doing today? And they're like, oh, good, good, good. But in reality, in the back of their head, they're like, my fucking husband's an asshole. Yeah. Or today at work, my boss was blah, blah, blah. But they they don't want to bring that up. Sure. From yeah. a personal level. Right? They don't want to, they don't want to, a lot of times it's not them that they're, they're hiding it from them uh, because they're, they're, they're um, ashamed of what they did or what's happening in their life. Mm-hmm. They don't want to cause more issue for you. Yeah. Like they don't want to put their their issues on you. Sure, they don't want to cause you more trouble. Mm-hmm. And as a coach, you have to let them understand that. Look, this is what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Like this is, yeah, I may not be your ABC Channel life coach from Biggest Loser and all that, but I'm a coach. This is this is yeah. my job. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's figure out what's wrong. You know, let's let's just figure out what's wrong. Yeah, and let's. Let's just figure out a way that we can fix it or at least use up that energy that it's causing you. And then let's go take the next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, there's way more way more uh, uh, in it than that. But that, that's, uh, that's a real brief uh, overview of kind of yeah. what yeah. we got to try to do as coaches. But it's important to um, almost redirect, even though it's not like a sleight of hand thing, but but dealing with something so that they can move on, you know? Yeah. Because it's usually not yeah. that thing. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're usually not frustrated on that, uh, uh, clean, that power clean. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I didn't, I didn't hit a PR today. Yeah. On my power clean. Yeah. But your technique's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I, I used to get real frustrated because there was that point where you start something and you, mm-hmm. you and you have this season of gains. Oh Yeah. And like everything's a PR, and then, yeah, and then eventually that stops. Slows. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's better. Yeah. It doesn't stop. Hopefully, mm-hmm. but you know, it just things change and, mm-hmm. and whatever, and you know, your your body's adapting, and so that that slows down the process a little bit more than just change, 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 change. You know. Yeah. Um, and and so like for me, you know, now and I don't know if it's just come with like age or or whatever, but. Um, some of the younger athletes, you know, when we kind of pair up to work with the bar or something, they'll be like, oh, you know, what's your 70%? And I'll look at them and be like, I don't know. We'll see what that feels like today. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, because for me, I'm like, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to go, I know what 70% feels like. So whatever that number is, I'll, I know when I'm there mm-hmm. and, and we'll, we'll go see what that is today. Cause it may, it may be what the board says, but it also may not be. And I'm okay with that because, you know, I'm going to get better at whatever I'm working on today. And exactly. That's in, that's intuitive. That's intuitive training. That's intuitive learning. You're, yeah. you have to fail to learn, and that's something that um, <clears throat> a great uh, documentary that is, is called AlphaGo uh, taught us how uh, basically how to learn, or it's the first step to teach us how to learn. AlphaGo. AlphaGo. It's a good. It's a great documentary. It's okay. about the Google division of AI. Okay. Played the best Go player in the world. I think he's a Chinese guy. Um, so in in Go, it's a it's a big it's a big um, square uh, uh, play board. Okay. And it just has cross it has a bunch of vertical lines and horizontal lines. Like and a grid. It's a grid mm-hmm. exactly. And you have white. One player has white dots. And one player has black dots or little. Little like button rocks is right. what they look like, and your goal is to divide and conquer, is to take over as many blocks as possible, 
<coughs> excuse me, and that um, those blocks added up becomes your score. And there's more uh, more ways to to play that, more um, strategies to play that, more um, kind of uh, positions to play that than there are stars in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. So it's a complete intuitive game. Yeah, it's completely based off intuition, and um, the Google mind or the uh, it's it's a Google division, it's a beautiful mind or something like that. Um, they developed an AI to play this guy, and the um, the AI uh, beat it three to one. Hmm. So you're asking a computer to play a purely human driven thought process, emotional driven thought process game. Mm-hmm. With intuition, yeah. intuition. If you know, intuition is, it's it's what you feel should be a good idea to do. Yeah. And a computer beat it three to one. Hmm. This is the grand champion. He hasn't lost in forever to any human. Yeah. But he just lost to an AI division. Hmm. Well, that they took that same AI and they pl- they had it play the um, the greatest AI or greatest computer chess. Um, uh, I forget what the hell the name of it is, um, but it, they played each other. So AlphaGo and the um, the chess computer yeah. played each other, and so the they gave Go the Alpha division uh, four hours. Mm-hmm. Didn't teach it how to play it; just gave it the rules. Gotcha. Right? It played itself for four hours. I had no clue how to play. Didn't have any the grand champion uh, chess games, none of the strategies, none of that. It just played yeah. itself. Just knew the rules. All I knew was the rules, and it played itself over and over and over. It learned how to play by losing mm-hmm. over and over and over and over to yeah. itself. Right? So it started to get, it already had a, a decent amount of what we would call intuition, and now it played itself. And it beat the greatest computer chess yeah uh player which has beat all the grand champions of chess <laughs> by large margins uh-huh right it beat it i think it was uh they played i think they played 200 games and it was like 20 to nothing and a bunch of and a bunch of draws if i yeah. remember that correctly but it destroyed it it it, it completely destroyed it mm-hmm. just by learning how to play by losing to itself. Yeah. So if you look at that, the way that we learn now is 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 based off the industrial revolution and, and basically making um, uh, really good people to stamp out things, right? The memorization. Right. We want kids to 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 have great memorization. Uh, you know, we have to memorize your your math, and you know this happened in history, and this happened in history. Mm-hmm. Instead of learning like they used to learn a long time ago. On the farm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, by doing things the wrong way and then having to figure out the right way to do it. Right. Right. You chop wood this way, you cut your finger off. Well, you don't do it that way next time. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's an extreme that's an extreme case, but yeah, yeah. but that that proves like my doing probably <laughs> yeah that pro- that proves my that proves my point is nowadays all we're doing is just trying to get it's 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 uh, it's it's just standardized learning. It's just. It's just all they're wanting kids to do is memorize stuff. Right. That's why there's yeah, so many yeah. freaking tests. Yeah. Right? And we don't let kids learn by by losing, learn by by screwing up, learn by failing. We don't let mm-hmm. them have intuition anymore and it and it and it, it carries over into in into fitness and CrossFit now. You gotta you gotta learn to to learn how to feel what a snatch mm-hmm. feels like. Yeah. Not just be given a whole bunch of different uh, points of performance or right. or ways or cues or whatever to to make your snatch yeah, look pretty. Is you have to be able to feel it. Yeah. So I got off on a tangent. No, no, you're good. So, um, so in terms of strong fit, we want to find more about that. There's obviously um, booking you to come in and, and do some things. Yep. Um, and then. There's, uh, like we said, the, the website, 
Um, you can go check that strongfit.com. out. Strongfit.com. You can find them, uh, Strongfit on YouTube. You can. A lot of great um, YouTube videos. A lot there. of great stuff. A lot stuff. of instructional stuff, um, uh, which is neat. A good, a good amount of instructional stuff there. Uh, as Strongfit coaches, we want to give out a, a, a little bit of free content because right. um, at the end of the day, we're just trying to help the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, there comes to a point to where if you really want to know the, the in depth knowledge of Strongfit itself, you got to pay for it. Yeah, sure. It's just like, uh, I mean, having me come out today. You know, mm-hmm. uh, today was like, you know, the first one's free. It's just like a little bit of crack. First one's free. That's right. And, but um, we touched on the surface, and, and a couple of guys talked to me about coming back out and, you know, uh, really learning the in depth uh, ways to teach how to, people how to squat correctly, mm-hmm. press correctly, move correctly, um, and how to coach that, and then uh, how to improve your performance with nervous system training, breathing, and uh, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Um, and where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at um, at Chris Radican on Instagram or uh, Facebook at uh, um, uh, CrossFit ACR or Instagram at CrossFit ACR. Yeah, a lot of good stuff that comes out. You you can see a lot of the different techniques that he's using, especially at CrossFit ACR when you guys post stuff. Um, these non-traditional CrossFit things that, that you'll see come across his Instagram, um, which if you're anything like me become instantly intriguing. And then you go out and end up, um, trying things and going, Oh, okay. Found a deficiency. (laughs) A lot of people look at him as non-traditional CrossFit, but if you look at the definition of CrossFit is, and and really what it is, it's actually CrossFit. Yeah. It's just not barbell CrossFit. Yeah. It's not Dave Castro CrossFit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've, uh, I would highly recommend if you guys are ever in Panama city beach area, um, anywhere around that area within, you know, 20, 30 minutes, you should go check out that box while you're in there at CrossFit ACR. It's fantastic. Uh, I remember it was almost a year ago today that we were down there, um, first time and I think we worked out for three or four hours yeah, on Saturday bit. morning. Yeah. It was freaking fantastic. Um, and it was incredibly, uh, even life changing in terms of how we have approached our fitness since then, you know, and and it's, it's messed us up (laughs) in good ways. Um, and continually we, we come back to try to get a little bit more crack every now and then. Um, as he said, (laughs) first one's free. You just got to come back and get, get a little taste. So, but Hey, thank you for being on the podcast. I love yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Um, of course. You know, I understand that this tried to happen once and the recording yeah. got lost, I guess, with some of Elvis's tracks, maybe. Yeah, yeah, a couple of them, yeah. Some the the Hillary tapes and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So it's probably it's probably wrapped up in those. One of those, yes. one, someday in the Dead Sea Scrolls, all, uh, all those will be found at one time. That's right. To bring them back. I'm way smarter now than I was then. So There you go. <laughs> and I'll be smarter tomorrow even still. All right. Well, check them out. If you can't find them, hit me up online, and uh, we'll make sure you guys get connected. But thanks again for coming on. Thanks. Appreciate it. See you all later. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, if you don't mind on your way out, if you could go by Instagram and follow our page, Barbell Voodoo Podcast. It's brand new. It's part of the Barbell Voodoo family, and we would love for you to go follow us. You can also check me out at fitby40.blog. Otherwise, we'll see you next time.